host, Harla Nivens. Hi, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for Every Heart, Every Woman. We are a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also check out my website, carlanivens.com. Well, I am so excited to jump into our conversation for today. We are welcoming back uh, Courtney Kelly. Courtney Kelly. So I have to read this. She's like MBA, PE. I don't even know what those words uh, mean. She'll have to tell us what, what they mean, but she is the author of Celeste Saves the City. Courtney was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. Courtney has been an advocate for diversity and inclusion in the construction and engineering industries for over 10 years. Currently based in Dallas, Texas, she is a commercial and heavy civil construction project management professional and a licensed professional engineer. Courtney holds a BS degree in civil engineering, a BS degree in math, a BS, a MS a degree in civil engineering from Southern Methodist University and holds an MBA from Lamar University. Well, welcome back, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you. It's always a mouthful. <laughs> It's a good mouthful. So it's really good. So um, after your name, you have uh, MBA, which that means you mm -hmm. have your match, uh, your master's in what? In business administration. Mm -hmm. In business and administration. And then the PE. That's professional engineer. So it's a licensure that allows me to, uh, qualifies me to do a bunch of different things from an engineering and construction background. Okay, very good. So um, I ask you those things because number one, um, it's uh, not every day that you run into a, um, a black woman as like yourself mm -hmm. and that has all of those um, uh, different degrees and, and licenses um, behind your name. So this is not a question that I plan to ask, but for young people, um, and it doesn't matter the race or culture, but for young people mm -hmm. who are coming up and they are thinking about a career um, in, in engineering and um, you're specifically right now, you're working in um, construction and construction management, right? That's correct. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about a career in, in engineering, all, do you recommend that young people kind of have it in their minds to get all of those licenses and, and different degrees? Um, a couple of things. <laughs> so, I know it's a little uh, question, I'm sure. No, 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 it's okay. It's a great question. Great question. Um, so I'm a bit of a nerd. So in general, uh, just disclaimer, you do not need to have four degrees to do what I do. Uh, most people go to school for construction management, actually, to enter into the construction industry from an operations management standpoint. Um, but also, particularly for construction, people can start in the trades, is what we call it. So you can start off as a laborer 
or as some type of craft or equipment professional and then climb your way up the ladder into either um, additional roles within the field operations. So becoming a, a superintendent on the project. So you're responsible for everything that happens out in the field, or you can even gravitate and go into more of a office type role as a project manager. So you're still doing things, you're trying to manage the overall health and well-being of the projects, but your responsibility is really an overarching um, role for the project as opposed to being fully responsible for the field. So that's kind of construction. But engineering, I studied engineering, even though I've never done any design after graduating, I continue to pursue engineering degrees and engineering licenses because I felt like those things were ways for me to level up in the industry. Mm -hmm. So again, you don't need to have the four degrees. Um, I'm just a nerd. I'm probably gonna get another degree. It's kind of already in the works. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, if anyone can, can do an engineering program, um, that was kind of where I was. I was like, hey, I don't think engineering is really for me as from, from a design perspective, but I could do the work and I was making really great grades in class. So I continue to get those engineering degrees because once you get that, no one can take it away from you. And so if you can do it, you learn to think differently and people have actually realized that my engineering background has made me better as a construction project manager because I just think differently than many of the other people that are um, working on the same projects or, you know, on the owner side, whatever it may be. Right. That's what I was going to say. It does set you apart um, mm -hmm. from, from everyone else. How many other, this is another question that just comes <laughs> to mind. How many yeah. other, um, um, black women do you run into in your field and how does um, how how have you found that your degrees help to kind of set you on the pace that you desire for yourself in your field? Yeah, so I often refer to myself as a spotted unicorn <laughs> because I'm female and there aren't that many of us in construction. Mm -hmm. um, and there's far fewer Black females in construction. So usually I'm the only Black female in any given room. Um, and while there are a lot of Black females that are in administrative roles, um, a lot of DEI professionals are Black females. Uh, when it goes into more of the operations standpoint, um, that number sharply declines. So I am finding that now um, I'm starting to see a few more of us, but even then it's few and far in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so honestly, I feel like that leads us into um, talking about your book, mm -hmm, Celeste mm -hmm. Saves the City. Um, you are now an author, um, a published yeah. author, really for the <laughs> first time. And um, number one, give everybody kind of the, the background on how that actually segues um, from what you do into how, you know, it played into you writing Celeste Saves the City. And um, how long have you had this desire to, to write this book? Yeah, so I actually kind of answer the second part of the last question in this. Um, so again, growing up kind of in my career, I realized that I was one of the only. And also I would get questioned a lot because people see me, they see all the degrees I have. Oh, you're so smart, you're so this. And they would say things like, why can't all black people be like you? Or you figured it out. Why can't everyone else figure it out? And I realized pretty early on that it wasn't that I just like miraculously figured it out. 
I got lucky. I had parents that really instilled a love of education inside of me. And I was told since I was as young as I can remember that I would grow up and be the first black president. And so I kind of had that mentality and that mindset instilled in me at an early age. And I also had a lot of opportunities that many people who look like me just don't have. Mm-hmm. So um, part of the reason for writing a book is to just expose more kids Uh, particularly women of color or kids of color to think about civil engineering and think about construction as potential careers for themselves. Um, Because of my degrees, I was able to level up my career. And uh, in addition to that, I just put a lot on my plate. I always say yes to things and figure it out even if I don't have the answers. So I was able to just really um, capitalize and, and build up my career very quickly, regardless of what position I was in. But everybody else doesn't have that opportunity, right? You actually have to have a seat at the table. So through this book, I'm hoping that um, the kids that read it, as well as their parents and other people that come across it, can really think to themselves, like, does this make sense in our world today? Or does is this re- reflective or representative of our world today? And if so, then great. But if not, then why not? You know, who says that Celeste can't save the city if Celeste looks a certain way or Celeste uh, comes from a particular background? So there's a bunch of different layers within a book, but that's what it really boils down to. I'm just trying to uh, kind of break the, the current state of, or current stage of the industry uh, into being more open-minded to the possibility of people who look like me having a seat at the table uh, from very entry-level positions all the way to the top, but then also trying to expose this, this potential opportunity to kids and not just, you know, Black girls, but, but boys as well. And for them to see that it's okay to have girls in power, to, to have girls making decisions um, giving off their ideas and people actually listening to them and hearing them. Yeah. 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 So Celeste and in the book, Celeste is um, a, 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 you know, it goes from her starting as a young girl and Mm -hmm. she uh, is an engineer, becomes an engineer and she has this idea um, to actually save the city Um, Mm -hmm. with using her knowledge and her background and her actually who she is and her experience in life. Um, she uses all those things um, to save the city. And so it's really um, it, it's really a story that uh, we really care about getting into the hands of young people because it's a chance for all young people to see themselves doing something um, that's actually uh, this this great and grand that, you know, makes a difference mm-hmm. for, um, for your neighborhood and for, for the place, you know, where you are. And I like that you mentioned that, you know, you had parents that um, really stressed, um, you know, put a lot of emphasis, not stress, but put a mm-hmm. lot of emphasis on um, education and, and doing the very best that you can. And some people have that at home. Um, I had that at home and uh, my husband, and we talked, all the time about how that really set us up um, mm-hmm. for success in the future. But if you don't have that at, at home, you know, that's what um, it, for my family, that's why we have the nonprofit. That's why Love yeah. Ministries exists um, for um, and for women. That's why every heart, every woman exists. So um, when you hear that, if you're thinking, OK, I didn't have that kind of start, mm-hmm. put that um put, put those people around you in your life that can help 
um, speak that life into you so that you can get, um, you know, where, where you're going um, or where you want to be in life. Courtney, talk about the, I'm sure there were many, you know, you and I know each other. So I know the different levels that you had to go to go through. Um, talk about some of the challenges you had, uh, maybe even just one and how you were able to persevere and how you were able to, um, you know, overcome the challenge because this was your first time writing a book. And yes, you do have all those degrees, but you don't actually have a degree in, what, I don't even know what you would have for um, writing the book English, maybe. Um, but you don't actually have a degree in this specific um, structure that you've put the book in. You had the knowledge and um, you had the story, you had the storyline and it came. the storyline came from you and your experiences. But how did you overcome these challenges of things that aren't in your background and things that you just mm -hmm. didn't know? Yeah, so I actually got the idea to write the book back in 2017. Um, so I, I created the first manuscript and I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. And I sent it off to different publishers and they were like, nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, maybe this isn't all that great. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of set it down, you know, um, and every once in a while it would come back to me like, oh, yeah, that book, that book. And sometime in 2020, I just, this, this voice kind of came over me and it said, Courtney, it's time to get this book out into the world. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so really, I kind of use the same tools and the same skills that I would use on a project, right? When you get a project as a construction management professional, somebody's already designed it. So let's say that design was a manuscript. Uh, and what I do at work is I take that that manuscript, that design, and I make it actually come into the built environment, right? Figure out the materials, the tools, the subcontractors that I need in order to, to build a building or the bridge, whatever it may be. And so I kind of took that same approach to this book, right? The manuscript is already designed. I have an idea, a vision of what I want it to be. But how do I bring it into the world, right, into a product that I can distribute to different people? So I hired a subcontractor. I was like, hey, I want to write a children's book. Yeah. I can I feel strongly enough or confidently enough in my abilities to write the story. So I edited it myself. We call it self-perform work. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I hired a subcontractor. Um, my illustrator, Erin, she did all of the illustrations. So as she was working through that process, I was fine tuning the manuscript over and over again, picking the right words, making sure it delivered the message that I wanted it to deliver and working with Aaron to make sure the images reflected what I wanted them to reflect um, and found the company that, that does the distribution and prints the books, uh, figured out how to generate an ISBN number and how to get it copyrighted and you know all of these things that you need in order to have a book. Um, so that's, that's kind of the story of, of how it was born really. Um, but I've had lots more challenges than that. I could probably go on and on. Like somebody's like, you should write a book about all your, your hurdles. I was like, yeah, that's coming next. <laughs> yeah, just how to figure these things out. And you just kind mm -hmm. of barrel through. I mean, you, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> look, look, looking up things and um, reading a bunch of things and just really got it done. I mean, you, you did a lot of the leg work and a lot of the background work um, yourself. And you just kept going, basically, mm -hmm. and, um, and and didn't stop through challenges. So that's, you know, that's that in itself is kind of, I believe, how people just get things done. Like when you start, yeah. I like what you said about it just kept coming back to you. I talk a lot of, on Every Heart, Every Woman about 
um, those things and those projects that you have in your head and they won't go away. That's one of those things. Mm-hmm. It just didn't go away. And you and I, I mean, we were talking about this story for forever. So I love it when somebody comes up to me and says, did you know that Courtney wrote this book? She's got the book out. And I was like, I, I've known this for years. So could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've known this for years. So um, this, this is wonderful. Um, so uh, tell us this, tell us something, um, you as an author, tell us something unique about yourself that people probably um, wouldn't know unless they spend a lot of time with you personally. Hmm. Let's see, I always use this one, but I watch Korean and Asian dramas, or particularly Korean and Chinese dramas. Um, so people ask, like, have you seen the latest thing on Netflix? I'm like, nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't really watch any, like, American television. Uh, I just finished a Chinese drama set, like, way back in the day, and you're, like, fighting with swords, and there's a king and an empress and all those good things. So that's something people usually don't find out until I've kind of known them for a while. <laughs> yeah. And and honestly, you use those to, because you are, at, you're learning uh, different mm-hmm. different languages. And then you go and you travel and go to those places and, you know, use, use the skills that you learn pretty much in your downtime. So that's, you yeah. know, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, that I, I'm glad that you, sh- that you shared that. Cause that's a, that's a <laughs> good thing. And more people need to hear about that and more people need to think, okay, how can I use my downtime to actually do something that, that helps me um, in, in my future. I love it. So tell me, um, how did you in, end up finalizing the story, um, line? You mm-hmm. said that you sent it out to some publishers and, um, you didn't get favorable responses back from publishers. Did you change anything in the storyline, um, from the oh, beginning yeah. to the end? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if I went back and like counted up on any manuscripts, I should probably do that, but it's probably like 20 versions of this manuscript. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because I'd send it to like friends and family or ask coworkers to read it and everybody said, oh, this is so great. And I'm just like, guys, this is not great. Like, but I um, kind of going back to getting through hurdles, right? Um, every time that I felt like there was something that was off, I would, it's, this, this, person refers to it as a demonstration I would like start working on the process of tweaking it not knowing where I was going but knowing that when I felt that the manuscript was right or or felt that when I when I got to a point where the manuscript was perfect right that no other words needed to be changed no commas no periods whatever it may be I would get a feeling that it was ready to go and sure enough, you know, after all of these like minor tweaks, changes, does this make sense? A kid's going to be able to understand what a barrier island is if I use this particular terminology. Um, I got to a point where I was like, all right, this manuscript is done. I'm not changing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, a lot of it is just like faith based. I try to listen to my intuition. I pray a lot about these things. Um, again, people tell me everything is great, but I'm like, no, nobody's going to criticize that it criticize it as harshly as I will criticize it myself. Mm-hmm. So I needed to be at that level where I felt I'm good with this. I mean, and looking back, there's still some things that I'd probably tweak or change, or maybe the layout of the text may be different, but 
overall, like the feedback has been phenomenal. And it was actually a, a little boy that uh, read the book and then he kind of recanted the story to his parents in front of me at a book signing. And he was like, yeah, and she built these barrier islands that say the shoreline. And I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> everything was great. You know, he was able to read this book, understand all of the words in it, and then also relay the knowledge that he was supposed to glean from it to his mom and dad. So uh, I think I think it all worked out perfectly in the end. Yeah. Well, what a success. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I use that um, um, same method really when I write songs, when I get, when, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm like, I know when I'm like, mm, I can't get this right. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. Um, or, okay, this feels, this feels good. I honestly do that in my professional life. Like I always have a supervisor, mm-hmm. but I need to, you know, I need to get it to the place where I feel like that was good. Like this mm-hmm. is the final product. Even if my supervisor is saying, yeah, that's great. I'm green lighting it. And I'm like, mm, you know, you, you kind of know, you know, and so you can, you can go through that process um, your, yourself. So I like that, that, that you said that. Tell us, um, first of all, tell us how people can follow you and um, kind of keep up with all of the things that you have going on, especially since you um, wrote this book. Yeah, so um, people can go to my website. It's www.courtneykellybooks.com. Um, or you can follow on Instagram and Facebook at Courtney Kelly Books. And then also, if you're on LinkedIn, feel free to follow or connect with me. It's uh, Courtney Lynn Kelly. Lynn is L-Y-N-N. So yeah. I'm always open to uh, chatting with people, talking to people um, about this process, about civil engineering, about construction, whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. And I say that this, you know, I, I, I put it on social media when I first got the book in the mail. And uh, I'm going to see if I can get the whole whole book on, on screen. If I may not be able, be able to because of Zoom, but oh, because of my background. But um when I got the, the book in the mail, um, I said, I put it on social media that I bought another one for um, my niece, um, for, for my niece who is, she's, she's in elementary school and um, I'm about to go visit her, uh, her mom actually, um, in a couple of weeks, maybe two weekends, and I'm going to take the book um, with me and hand deliver it to her. But I say that, you know, we've got Christmas coming up. Um, this mm-hmm. is a great, you know, it's a great um, uh, Christmas present and, and something that will speak to young people. Not only is it a fun story um, put together for young people, but also it's um, it's something that will get them thinking and something that mm-hmm. will, you know, bring fruits, um, hopefully for their future. And also I say it, you know, fall is coming up, fall you know, kind of um, all of the programmings are coming up, Christmas uh, programmings coming up, and uh, even New Year programmings are coming up. Are you available to like do um, book readings and um, kids events and things like that to um, really get close um, to kids and read the book to them, um, get the book in their hands and, and uh, be inspiration? Uh, to them in, in their future. 
Yeah, definitely. I've already done a couple of events. Uh, one in Boston, we did a beach pop-up story time with a little uh, coastal erosion activity uh, roped yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, I did a reading recently at the Louisiana Children's Museum, and I have a couple of more coming up at different libraries and schools throughout the DFW area. So yeah, if people want to uh, reach out to me through any of those uh, methods, uh, either through Instagram, Facebook, or my website, LinkedIn, uh, yeah, feel free to, to ping me. We can set something up. And it could even be a virtual event, or it can be me coming into the classroom or to whatever organization it may be and doing an activity with the kids with the book reading. Yeah, I like that. So I really think that people should follow you on your social media and look at those things that you've done, kind of mm -hmm. get ideas as you're, you're planning and putting together um, some things, um, uh, you know, pulling your plan together. Think outside the box because this mm -hmm. book can really um, start the young people to thinking about what they want to do um, in the future. Um, it is a book that speaks life to, to young people. So Courtney, number one, congratulations um, for getting this done. You know, I, I know how it is to have a dream and actually see it out. And um, uh, you are blessed and honored because uh, you follow through with um, the plan that uh, some plans that God has given you. Um, I won't ask you what's next. Um, I know I'm sure I'm, you, I can. Okay. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So the, up first, I guess, is uh, I'm getting the book translated into German, Spanish, and French. So the German one is in the works um, and Spanish so and French are following shortly after. So I think within the next two or three months, you'll see those coming out. Um, and I've actually started writing the second book of the series. Uh, so the working title is The Less Goes Underground. And uh, I'm thinking about incorporating some of the tunnel strategies that are used around the world, whether that's for water conveyance or for subways or uh, just people transporting through cars or trains, whatever it may be, um, underground. So, yeah. Yeah. What, what an inspirational story you're building here um, with mm -hmm. what you're doing, uh, you know, from you taking your specific knowledge. I mean, this is high level knowledge that you are putting on, on, the, um, on the level of young people so that they can read it and then they can be in, inspired um, on their journey. So I love it. I love everything about mm -hmm. it. So keep going. Um, I'm excited for your future. Thank you so much uh, for being on Every Heart, Every Woman. Everyone go to CourtneyKellyBooks.com um, and also go to her social media and LinkedIn. Follow her um, get in contact with her, get her uh, to your um, your specific audiences um, so that she can speak with your young people and inspire your young people as well. Um, everyone have a blessed and wonderful week. We will see you back here next week. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for Every Heart, Every Woman. We are a um, a partner of Love Ministries. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org for all of the great information about Love Ministries and go to carlanivens.com. All right, everyone, have a great week.